This is a HeadGum Podcast. Well, I don't know what to do. If I were you, it's a show for you. Jake and his good friend, Amir, answer your questions, so never fear. So if you don't know what to do, Jake and Amir have answers for you. So just send in your questions and sit right down. They promise you will never frown. Just sit back, relax, and be at ease. Don't forget to seize the change. Yeah. Cool. Twangy. I liked that. Uh, also, Next song. <laughs> this isn't just the episode where we listen to every single song. We should do that because we have a lot of songs. And I told you last time, but I found, I discovered just dozens of songs a treasure from trove. three years ago. That How song, did you find that? I did a search for un, un, unread emails with attachments oh. that didn't necessarily include the word song. That's cool. And then it's like, okay, this one was written in June of 2013. Wow. And I emailed him back and I was like, hey, we're going to finally use your song. But this guy's probably dead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to tell you at this point. This was 2013. Who knows? Maybe his music career has taken off. And <gasps> now that guy. Dude, it's is... Kendrick Lamar. Oh, my God. <laughs> King Kunta. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> Try to cut the legs off him. <laughs> Holy shit. I see the resemblance. That was actually Jack Doyle. Oh. Jack still Doyle. Cool. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine if Kendrick made a song for us? Yeah, it would be like this. All my life I had to write. <laughs> That's cool, actually. What? <laughs> <laughs> I love your show. <laughs> That's good. Because I love your shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thanks, Jack Doyle. Uh, we're recording this Sunday night. Yeah. Um, just to prove that this is like, boom, last minute. We know who's in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a little bit of a crushing blow. Yeah. Well, people listen to this for our football analysis. So, uh, Broncos, Panthers, who you got? Who do you like? I mean, I don't think there's any stopping Cam Newton at this point. I mean, watch him dab. (laughs) Yeah. Watch him whip. Watch him nene. Yep. Watch him dab. Watch him. Watch him. Watch him. Watch him. Ooh. Watch him. Watch him. (laughs) Ooh. They're kind of, they kind of, to me, have a Golden State Warriors vibe, where they're like all young, athletic, friendly, cool dudes. Yeah, they just can't lose. Yeah, and then there's Peyton Manning, who's like, uh, uh, it's as if Kobe accidentally made it to the finals against Yeah, them. but it's, isn't it, this is like offense versus defense. Yeah, and can you know, the, can you know the, it usually happens. No, what? The defense dominates. Remember our first Super Bowl bet, it was Seattle defense versus Peyton, who used to be like a great offensive player, and Seattle destroyed. But for whatever the reason, next, then the next year it was you New took England. Seattle and I took oh uh, yeah the Patriots and that was sort of that uh, they were all Seattle was all a little more defense than offense and the offense won out. But this year it's very offensive, very versus very defensive. And again, everybody loves the offense. Everybody loves the flash. Everyone loves the dab. <laughs> all right. So what do you you say? You want to make this bet? <laughs> well, the problem is the line is already out. Do you know who's favored? Uh, no, but I'm sure it's the Panthers. That's correct. The Panthers are favored right now by four. Okay. Uh, we don't bet the spread. We just bet who wins and loses. Right. That's the problem. We both kind of like the Panthers this year. Oh, you like the Panthers. So you, I, I would, I would, if I take Denver, I would want Denver plus four. 
So if Denver loses by three, I still win. Oh, I don't know if I could play this. Game. <laughs> we got a week to decide. Uh, I still owe you a billboard no, from the last Super Bowl. It's true. I don't like. The, I just don't like the idea of like being excited, but then also needing to do math. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot when we're watching <laughs> sports games. Where I'm like, oh, sweet, they won. Yeah. Like, well, no, if they yeah, they get a safety here, like yeah, they didn't yeah. they didn't cover the spread. Right. Or like, oh, that's actually a push. Yeah, like I don't just <laughs> let me be happy when someone wins. Yeah, don't let don't make me do math. I don't want to plus and minus shit (laughs) what am i a battery christ just tell me you know what we could do we can give each other odds then that's more math (laughs) (laughs) come on that's not fair either you're simplifying but not enough for my taste what do you you mean odds can you make every touchdown worth one (laughs) i'm fucking sick of adding shit what does it mean to go for two? They should go for one. Hey, relax, dude. You're insulting my intelligence. <laughs> Do you think it was Ghostkowski's fault because he's blaming himself? I don't think it's. I mean, like the entire offensive line let Brady down. Like it's not Ghostkowski's fault. It's they. They got to protect number twelve. Yeah, maybe. or number one, if you ask me. That's what I'm saying. Which is what Cam Newton's number is. That's cool. Uh, all right, and we'll, we'll discuss it next week. This is what is this? This is an advice podcast, uh, the only advice co- podcast on the internet, hosted by me and I. Uh, and who? I. They <laughs> said I. I. Uh, I'm Amir. I'm Josh. Uh, Josh R. <laughs> I never know which one I'm going to say until it comes out. <laughs> it's definitely one of the two. Uh, so we are going to be reading emails from people seeking our guidance. Yeah. Uh, if you have your own questions, your own theme songs like Jack Doyle, I promise to read it before uh, mid-2018. Uh, it's if I were you show at gmail.com. I was away all weekend. That's why we're recording it Sunday night and mm-hmm. putting it on, online right away. We usually do it a little ahead of time, Um but we ran out of time. So you searched for questions while I was up north with my family. That's right. You are going to read them. These are not sight unseen for me, but the audio equivalent, ear unheard. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, also haven't seen the emails because you read them with your eyes. That's correct. They're also nose unsmelled. You did smell my computer when you walked in. <laughs> like a dog. You wanted to see if I'd yeah. been masturbating instead of looking at questions. <laughs> <laughs> I know and the smell of your cum. <laughs> That's a good question. Does all cum smell the same? I think so, because they're those bushes that smell like cum, and yeah. everybody's like, "Oh, it smells like cum." We all agree. Yeah, but I bet there there are like variations, right? Well, it's like wine. You could be a cum sommelier. Yeah. <laughs> so, hold on, let me think of a pun. A cum sommelier. A cement. A cementier. Cumalier. 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 A cumalier. Sommelier. Cumalier. <laughs> Come on, ye. Come on, ye. Kanye. All right. So this one's coming from. Oh, 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 Ted Ginn Jr. Is we're doing uh we're doing players that actually made it to the Super Bowl. Unlike your fucking 
boy Tom Brady. I mean, that guy is done, dude. He's actually, he's got six or seven years left. Wow. <laughs> as long as Gronk. If they can just fuse them into one mega player, I feel like that would Gronk be Gronk just ideal. seems like a bionic person. Like, he will, yeah. he'll catch the ball for 30 yards, then he's like lying down on the side <laughs> sidelines getting massaged until they need him again. He comes in, grabs one, then they're like screwing his arm back on. <laughs> It's true. He's like m- mutant league football. You see him on those sidelines, like snorting oxygen, getting fucking his hammies rubbed out because he tore one. And he's like, I'm fine. Move. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like all trying to strap him down, screwing on his neck correctly. <laughs> Gronk hungry for ball. <laughs> oh, he's out there. Remember that fourth and five where he just, Brady just fucking threw it to him and he caught it in between two guys? I think a guy like almost hit the ball away and Gronk just fucking with two fingers kept it in. God, he's fucking incredible. All right. See, that's what you that's what you get when you root against the Patriots. Now you don't get to see Gronk in the Super Bowl. That would have been fun. That's okay. I don't want to see Gronk happy. All right. Uh, he's still good. Just, yeah, yeah. Just so you he's know. the best. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dear Jake and Amir. Is this from a guy or girl? Uh, it's guy. All right, cool. Um, what did you say? Gwyn- Ted Ginn Jr. Ted Ginn Jr. writes, My name is Ted Ginn Jr. Oh. And recently I ran into a problem that I need some help to solve. Okay. Last night I got carry out from my favorite Chinese place from my hometown where I rarely get to eat. The problem is that when I left my order, I gave them my last name. This is common for me as my first name is incredibly common and I try to avoid the possible confusion. However, when the lady, who I know to be the owner, heard me say my last name, she thought I said Scott, which unsurprisingly is way dis- different than my actual last name. Gin Jr. Mm-hmm. I tried to say no, but she had already turned around and was in the kitchen getting my food before I could tell her she was wrong. Another employee nearby heard her make the mistake as she walked in the back and even looked at me and said, Not even close. Don't worry. I'll give her shit later. <laughs> I'll give her shit. Eventually, another employee came out with my food, confirmed my number, and I got my food without any more snags. My question is this. What is the best name to leave for a carryout order? It should probably be something that everyone knows as a name, but isn't common enough to be repeated. I'm thinking of Ricardo as a pretty good name, but I don't want to have any features that would indicate I'm even a little bit Latino. Sorry, but I don't have any features that would indicate that I'm even a little bit Latino. I definitely think the perfect carryout name would be at least two syllables or Ricardo. Why? <laughs> Why does he want Ricardo? As any single syllable names can easily get slurred. Thanks. Ed Ginn Jr. Ted Ginn Jr. Ted Ginn Jr. All right. Uh... What's I, the difference between carry out and take out? It's the same? Yeah. Is it like an East Coast, West Coast thing? Maybe so. Okay. Uh, I have this problem. Is I, that why I, you chose it? was one question? of the reasons why I chose it. I chose it because I thought it was pretty funny, but, but I do, every time that we go anywhere <laughs> and they ask you to leave a name, you leave mine. Right. So I'll either, when, when especially when I'm calling in, I'm talking on the phone, like, all right, party of eight, what's your name? I'll just say Ben. Because if uh, I say Amir, people will hear I'm ear. And right. Like, ear? No, no, no. Amir. Ian? Amirer? No, yeah, not Amir. Never mind. Ben. Ben. <laughs> Ricardo. Shit. I don't care. Ricardo. He could just be Richard. <laughs> it needs to be Ricardo. And perfect. So why is a single syllable name? First of all, this isn't even like, it didn't seem like that was a problem. The girl just misheard yeah, the everything name. Everything was fine. He got his food with, yeah. without any more snags. <laughs> and he got someone fired for it. <laughs> so I'll give her one, shit later. There's only one snag. <laughs> what name to give for takeout? Uh, yeah, you do want a name that can't be misheard. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this is why at, um, when I go to Starbucks, I will oftentimes do Josh or Bob. Bob, I think, is the perfect <laughs> name because you don't want a two-syllable name. That's two opportunities to fuck it up. Bob is the perfect <laughs> name because it's <laughs> so easy to hear and spell and say and also very uncommon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the only time I ever really regretted it was in the, at Starbucks in Penn Station where everyone was calling me Bob. <laughs> We're like, For the rest Bob, of the your, trip. Yeah. It's like, Bob, your card was declined. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, there's no... Here, you try this one. And then they're like, Bob, your coffee. And then they're like, Bob, your croissant. And then I like went back up and I was like, this actually isn't my coffee. And they were like, oh, sorry about that, Bob. Yeah. And, oh, but it was... Whose name is Bob? Not enough people. Bob's a great name. Bob was my dog's first name. My first dog's name. And his only name. <laughs> and my second dog's second name. <laughs> Bob is great. Like, even... Fi- like, Bob is such a common name that nobody has. Yeah. Like, it's such a common name, but I don't know a Bob. And you don't know... Yeah, you don't know Bob because they go... Their names are Robert. You know Rob's or Robbie. Yeah. You even know a Bobby. But nobody goes by Bob. <laughs> and that's why Bob is the perfect name for takeout. Here's another good name. It's also name. a likable name. Yeah, it's true. Everyone likes a Bob. Here's another good name. Two syllables. Like this guy wanted. I'll give him another option. Uh, another super common name that nobody has. Uh-huh. I like this name, actually. I might actually name my child this name because I like it. Simon. Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's clear. Simon Blumenfeld. Yeah, and it sounds like a, a wise Jewish man. Oh, yeah. He, That kid will He'll be grow up you. to be a he wise. He will be you. <laughs> I could be Simon. You definitely could be. Because I look like Simon the chipmunk. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You basically shouldn't be a mirror. <laughs> Fuck. Simon Shmuel the chipmunk. Si- oh, yeah. Uh, all right. There's also some, there's something to be said. I was just thinking of the name Finesse. Oh. You know, like Finesse Mitchell. Sure, of course. <laughs> but like something like that, that's an actual word and nobody's named that. But they, you know, you know that uh, word. That's too close to what global does, which is like say global. And then people oh. are like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. So I'll be like Finesse. And like, what? How do I find Vanessa? That's not your name, but how do I spell it? And it's hard to spell. That's true. Simon and Bob. Two good options because it's also there's no multiple spellings. Right. There's only one way to spell Simon and yeah. one way Can to spell Can you imagine Bob. them spelling Bob incorrectly at Starbucks? P-O-B. Pop. <laughs> Pub? I'm Pop. Pablo? Oh, yeah. Like if your name is Pablo and it's short for Bob. Yeah, that's kind of cool though. Pop. Pablo Pop. is another good one. Um, yeah. All right. That was a good non, non-relationship non question right Thank off you. the bat. The next one is a little bit of a relationship question, but... Pass. Okay, that's fair. Dude. Um, All right. Uh, girl, guy or girl's name? It's a uh, guy. Um, Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders writes, So I found myself in a sticky situation literally sticky (laughs) (laughs) i'm in quicksand and dying (laughs) i'm a junior in high school and i've been with my girlfriend for about nine months she's a total smoke show and we are successfully rounding third base however that is where my problem has arisen we recently got on the subject of anal and she said that i better put a finger in that dung dyke to loosen her up jesus i'm sure she didn't put it like that 
I have already listened to your episode featuring Thomas Middleditch, and I agreed that I was willing to put a lot of things up there, just not my tongue. When I did put my finger in her butt, I started to feel around. I felt a groove, and I started to play around with it. Usually, grooves are good for pleasure. To my horror, when I pulled out my finger, I realized the groove was... (laughs) (laughs) was a piece of human feces. Holy shit, right? She could tell I was disturbed, but I told her it was nothing and went to go wash my hands. A little later, we decided to 69, as we had never (laughs) tried. (laughs) I'm sure you're aware that the anus is pretty close to the vagina. So throughout the entire session, I got wave after wave of a shitty odor. I may not have been a kiss-ass, but I was definitely a brown noser. Nice. It was one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life, and now I don't know what to do. I'm scared to do anal because what if I get poop on my dick? I swear I can still smell it on my finger. Please please advise me out of this fecal fiasco. Oh, sorry for the long email. Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders. What's his problem? He's just described a bad situation. What is he asking me? I guess, please advise me out of this. (laughs) You don't have to have anal, especially at age 16. Um, Yeah, I think there's, I I feel like I heard this recently, uh, and maybe throughout my life, that like, people are saying, oh, we'll have anal because that's not actually sex. Yeah, like saving myself, saving my vagina. Anal is an incredibly intimate sexual act yeah it's sex it's called anal sex yeah so i mean i don't think i don't think you should do that in lieu of sex because you're too afraid to have sex and you'd rather have anal yeah it sounds like he's not really mature enough to have angel anal yeah (laughs) angel that's how much you like it you call it angel sex (laughs) angel anal and angel actually anal sex to me is like caviar like you don't feed it to a high schooler and be like, I hope, for, I hope you like fish eggs. Yeah. You have to give it to a foodie that had everything eight eight times. And he's like, now let's try. That's like a really great the, way to describe <laughs> anal. And it's so true. It's and I love feeling true. a little high class for liking it as much as I do. Because <laughs> you're eating, you're spreading shit on mini toast. No, it's not shit, but okay. Go but on. it does, it does, the analogy is also complete because I dislike caviar. <laughs> yeah. like uh, And I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> And I fuck caviar all the time. I wouldn't want fish eggs, nor would I want uh, male or human eggs, which yeah. I imagine what comes out of females' buttholes. I do also think that, like, you're, it's not anal sex. Anal sex probably isn't about exploring the ridges on the butthole. That was an interesting thing. He said grooves usually lead to pleasure. I guess that is, like, an interesting theory, because, like, nipples and clitori and even peni all have bumps they're all like little anomalies on an otherwise smooth surface the idea of it is i thought it was like grooved like grooved condoms oh like ribbed yeah like it's the it's the grooved things sliding over your pleasure areas it's not like finding a ridge on something and rubbing it but it is no it's friction touching the sensitive things like your clit is a sensitive uh your clit, but it's <laughs> like a clit. sensitive. Uh, it's a, a it's a sensitive part of the vagina. So like rubbing it with something grooved with like, uh, you but know, a clit an is instrument a, or tool. A, a cl- <laughs> <laughs> We're two cavemen trying to explain sex. A nipple is like a bump on a smooth surface. A clit is also a little bump, a mm. little a little button, if you will. 
uh, a dick. Would a you call your dick is is a little bump it's on a, your on your it otherwise. Is, it is a bottle. Mine's a fucking big ass bump. <laughs> Let me tell you a little something. Jesus, you're right. so insecure. I didn't even okay. mention the size Sorry. of any dick, Sorry. let alone yours. Yeah. And you, you know well, what? Your dick you is small. Look at this. Oh, oh, <laughs> inverted. It's a peanut. It's a it's a bodily anomaly. <laughs> a bodily. <laughs> I love myself. <laughs> a bodily anomaly um, named Amelie. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. A hot tamale. Uh, and I think it's an evolutionary thing that allowed blind people to uh, climax, uh, which was an evolutionary advantage. Those with nipples that didn't uh, come out. Um, this is the, were, the worst education podcast uh, ever. Eventually um, um, what selected out of... Uh, naturally, of course, uh, evolutionarily speaking, uh-huh. because nobody could touch their nipples or arouse them, so those people eventually died You're off. nipples to Braille. Not Braille per se, but yeah, it was an evolutionary advantage that allowed them to procreate and eventually recreate uh, into the perfect human that you see today. Simon. <laughs> Simon. I am Simon. <laughs> Surgeon Simon. Sorry, dude, man. Uh, yo, Serge, dude. Let's play Guess Who, dude. <laughs> dude. Dude, do you have rosy cheeks, dude? <laughs> I started... Dude, I, f- I fucking lost the bill card, dude. <laughs> Serge, does your character have a hat, dude? <laughs> is it George, dude? Oh, shit. Is it a lady? Oh, Are shit. you Claire, dude? Dude, you're Susan. <laughs> <laughs> you're Claire. Uh, all right, you go, Serge. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. My guy's wearing glasses, dude. His name's Tom, dude. Dude, it's Franz. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, dude. Does he have bumpy hair, dude? Are you Alfred, dude? <laughs> I know all these people. How do I still know them? Claire is the lady with a hat. Yeah, the pearls. Alfred is the red-headed redneck almost. With he has, the goatee. Yeah, with long red hair and a handlebar mustache. Mm. Franz is bumpy-haired black guy. Here, I'll, Or black-haired, black, black haired, bumpy. Black, um, bumpy hair. I'm going to give you a quiz. Okay. Which Gus Who character are you, dude? Oh, interesting. <laughs> dude, let's take this BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed quiz, dude. Can you describe... <laughs> what color are you, sir? Can you describe Peter? Peter, dude? Yeah. Uh, I know he has... <laughs> he has white hair, man, right? Peter is... Uh, no, George is the one with the hat. Peter... Uh, you know, oh, Peter's the old guy with like half little half glasses. Oh, no. I think that might be Herman. <laughs> Herman does. No, I thought Herman was bald. This is Peter. Oh, yeah. Peter was looks like a Russian man melting. Yeah. Um, he looks like Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, there's actually, yeah, there's another. <laughs> oh, this. Oh, wow. Oh, the best character of all time is Bill. Bill is the one with the egghead. His, yeah. his, his cranium is the shape of an egg. Yeah. <laughs> looks like right, a this guitar This is for anybody listening because I'm just Googling <laughs> guess who characters, but I could do this all night. Uh, all right. Should we choose another question? Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Here we go. Oh, Canada. Um, oh, this one's kind of fun. Um. <clears throat> Oh, wait, actually, let's take a break. Oh. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, We'll take a break and come back with more questions, dude.
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement good. movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness Yeah. It's more of a fitness nah thing. Yeah. Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Let's take another break, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Five more ads. <laughs> uh, what do you want to say? I wanted to talk about and promote and share our friend Lewis's 
crocheting uh, endeavor. Right. Lewis is the guy that made little crochet dolls of not only us, but Thomas and Ben and Rose and the Twinovation dudes. And Cheryl. Oh, yeah, and Cheryl. Uh, I think we've posted them. We've posted them somewhere. I think on my Instagram account. Oh, yeah. All right. They exist. So you guys can like look these up and see how cute they are. The Twinovation ones look awesome. I'll Snapchat it. Oh, that's a great idea. Snapchat, Amir Bloom, A-M-I-R-B-L-O-O-M. And hey, don't forget, Jake Demand, 85. <laughs> I'm going to Snapchat it too. Actually, I'll Snapchat a Snapchat of you Snapchatting it. Oh, that's good. That yes. way we're all Snapchatting. Yeah, so yeah. you can follow our stories. Exactly. Uh, anywho, anywho, now that we've uh, adequately promoted ourselves, uh-huh. uh, you guys should check out crocheting101.com. Uh, that is crocheting spelled the normal way, which you all know how to do. It's basically, it looks like you're, you're spelling crochetting. Crochetting. Yeah. C-R-O-C-H-E-T-I-N-G 101.com. Uh, it'll take you to Lewis's Kickstarter. You can check out the video. You can see what he's up to. And the best part of all, the um, if you are a certain kind of donator, you can actually get the little crocheted versions of us, which are really cute. Yeah, of or of anyone. It says for fifty dollars, he'll make a custom character. Oh well, shit. No, you want to d- do it of me <laughs> or me? Uh, so check. Oh check man, it out. He, are, he has a little crochet Yoda. Yeah, a Mario. They're all cute. It's a, a cute little gift. Louis Menzinger. Menzinger. He was a cool dude. He went to I think our San Francisco show. Yeah, he was at our San Francisco show. Cool. So check out crocheting one hundred and one dot com. Um, and then I think. That's all we wanted to talk about right now. Was that it? Um, I I got nothing else. How was your weekend? Um, my weekend. Shit, I got so high with my entire family. Weekend. What? It was gone. Amazing. I went up north, and we all robo tripped. That's cool. And yeah, we ended up in Joshua Tree. We haven't had a podcast where we talked about your party that we had. Oh, that's true. Well, what's there to say? We were surrounded by our family and friends. That was fucking an epic night, man. What I happened? Got trash plastered. <laughs> uh, I was just trashed, gone, plastered, wasted, and done, dude. It was crazy. You woke up, and we had switched ages. Yeah. How fucked up? I am up? 33 now. <laughs> How crazy fucked up do you have to I, get? You know what? I, I, do you remember that I climbed down the balcony? No, because I wasn't oh, there. Oh, you didn't see that. Yeah. yeah badass <laughs> you'll ask anybody here they everybody, had already left everybody, everybody hated was it. gone yeah everyone was gone at that point but it had definitely happened yeah um we i snapchatted a lot of people trying to do a push-up or a, sorry a pull-up with jake nordwind on their back yeah i tried it yeah did you try it or no you... because i saw billy unable to do it and i was like oh if he can't do it then i shouldn't try oh see i i saw the opposite i yeah. saw billy unable to do it and i said this is my chance <laughs> If I can jumped on your back and you collapsed, and you're like, oh, wait. I really thought I had a chance because I'd been doing pull-ups at the gym with a weight weight belt on. Yeah. Turns out the weight belt was less than 150 pounds. Yeah. Mm. Just, but only by a little. Weird. Uh, I think uh, the the pull-ups were definitely the highlight. That Uh, was your highlight. Yeah, or the low light of your toilet overflowing. 
Oh, you know what's funny? I don't even remember the toilet overflowing. Do you remember water coming out from outside? That's the one, that's like the, you know, you sort of have that like snap to sobriety, like really quick, like yeah. you have to take action on something. It's almost like your subconscious, like a, a human emerging from so a lake. I've got two little, like, I've got two snippets of memory of that, which is first my friend Nate, like telling me that my toilet was clogged. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, I think he, I think he did it. And I, I love him to death. No hard feelings. Uh, I think he said like, I clogged your toilet. Or maybe he said somebody clogged your toilet. And I was just like, oh yeah, like, don't worry. I don't remember. Like, <laughs> Water just dripping on you. It was you. all, but like, to me, it was all fine. And I also sort of remember um, peeing on top of like the paper and being like, don't flush it. Like it's clogged, but you could pee there. Yeah. And that was fine. And then the next thing I remember, I was smoking a cigar on the back patio. A cigar. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just like, people, there's water. And someone was like, is that your bathroom? And then like, we all ran upstairs and all of my towels were on the ground. And they were like, I, I don't remember who was in there, but uh, <laughs> thank you. The brave individuals who were just like, they had used all of my bath mats and all of my towels to like make a blockade. Yeah, the first responders. And then... And then, like, we had it under control. It wasn't going anymore. So I, I so we went back to the party. To the cigar. Yeah, which I did finish. What's the deal with cigars? They're nice. Is it like, is it, it's not quite weed, but it's not quite a cigarette. Yeah, you don't. Does it get you high? Like, why do people like cigars? It gives you like a little, it gives you like a little buzz, like a little like, you know. In the same a way tobacco that a buzz. Does. But like the equivalent of more than one cigarette? Maybe so, because you smoke a lot more. But you also don't, you don't inhale. What do you mean you, you don't inhale? You don't inhale the smoke from a cigar. What? You just sort of swish it around in your mouth like a wine. What? It has a taste and a flavor, and it's like, it fills so, your, you fill your mouth with smoke, and then you exhale. Or not exhale, then you blow it out. So what if you do inhale it like you do a cigarette? You'll cough a lot. It's very, you don't, you don't want to do that. Oh, so it's more like, I want to f- fill my mouth with the smell, the taste of smoke? Yeah. I don't imagine it would appeal to you. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, yeah, it's like just wrap your wrap your mouth around this exhaust pipe and have it fill your mouth with smoke. Well, it's all it's there. You know, what about hookah? Are you supposed to inhale that cigar? Uh, Yeah, yeah, you inhale this. So, cigar is the only thing you don't inhale. Um, I maybe maybe I'm not I'm not sure, but I do know you inhale the hookah. So when so when Clinton stuck it in Lewinsky's cooch and took a nice little pop yeah. pop pop, he was he was actually tasting her little her her labes. I don't think he smoked the cigar. I think he put it in her and then smelled it. Oh, uh, he smelled it, and he's like, mm, I actually because she was Cuban. Oh, interesting. She's not. Actually- <laughs> I'm like sorry to sorry to harp on this, but like, how fucking hot must that have been <laughs> for Lewinsky? Like, I know it was like a little fucked up because Clinton cheated on his wife, and yeah. it was a whole you know. You know, his wife national... is that that girl that's doing the president thing now. Of course, yeah, that's her. I get it. So but when he dude, like, can stuck you imagine that... like fucking the president doing that to you in the Oval Office? That's so hot. Yeah, she must yeah, have been dude. so wet. Dude, and he must have been so fucking turned on. He's like, I'm the president. I'm the fucking, I am El Capitan. But why? I am the executive officer, the commander in chief. How old was she, I wonder? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's a little fucked up. I think she was in her 20s. Yeah, was can she? you imagine like, so like, so Slick Billy, he's like in his, he's in his early 50s at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was in her 20s. But like, because like Lewinsky wasn't like the hottest girl at your high school. 
So, like, if Lewinsky went to your high school, you'd be like, oh, fucking Lewinsky got, like, a fucking oh, internship at the White House. Do you hear what happened? I heard fucking something crazy about Lewinsky. Yeah. Monica. You know Monica. Yeah, she was in my stats class. Uh, Bill Clinton stuck a cigar in her pussy. Christ. <laughs> he did that to Lewinsky. Nobody at my high school would fuck Lewinsky. Has she got Clinton? Dude, she was cute. How'd she get Clinton? She's cute. She can get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but she wasn't like you know she wasn't kelly bundy yeah well clinton wasn't jfk you oh know? come on clinton's the man dude you're you're slut shaming bill <laughs> i'm not mad that bill did it i'm mad that i'm i think he could have done better than lewinsky that's not true they're on the same level yeah she's kind of a fox now that i look at her yeah she's a fox but I, I bet at the same time, if you if a if you went She's to high school with cute. if you went to high school with too. Lewinsky, let me know that she wasn't like the hot girl in your high school. All right, here's part two. Uh, she Lewinsky. looks better now than she did back then. Uh, do you know? Want to know a good match for her would be Bernard from Guess Who? Oh, interesting. I actually think. Yeah, Bernard. Bernard the sad Russian? Yeah. Oh, you think everyone in the game's Russian? Well, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he does look Russian. And what about I actually Bob, might have been, a.k.a. I, sad Robert? Robert, I think, is the way to go. Yeah. He's got the rosy cheeks, dude. Yeah. And him and Lewinsky actually could get it on. And then imagine Lewinsky... I mean, she's probably on Raya, if not Bumble or Tinder... Imagine matching with Lewinsky. Dude, She's I, going on dates, and the guy's like, so what's your sexual history? Has the president ever stuck a cigar up your poos? Oh, <laughs> Eric, the co- Eric the cop? <laughs> I'm Eric under arrest. Who. I don't know if there's a funnier Guess Who search than Eric. Yeah, and everyone in Guess Who is just dressed normally, and then Eric decided he couldn't... He's. Yeah, wearing his uniform. He's a police officer, right? Uh, okay, everyone, listen. Fucking Robert's a mailman. You don't see him wearing that outfit on the Guess Who portraiture. <laughs> he had the he had the audacity to keep his fucking hat on. We get it, Eric. It's Christ, up. Christ, Eric. You don't see Franz, who's a neurosurgeon, wearing a a, a stethoscope. God, Lewinsky. Seriously though, if you went to high school with Lewinsky. This podcast has completely gotten away with us yeah. because you you're looking at Lewinsky and I'm just looking at a guess who board. <laughs> Who's the big, tall, like intellectual, bald guy at with the bottom? The brown beard, Richard. Yeah, Richard is like a psychologist. It's funny. Yeah, Richard. So if we were playing guess who, I'd be like, "Does your guy look?" Oh, like Oh, you a were thinking of Paul when I when you were talking about Peter, the the one with like the half glasses. Yeah, yeah, the sweet old man mm-hmm. who's married to Susan. The white-haired lady. Oh, yeah. Who's actually Lewinsky's mom. I could see that. Susan Lewinsky. Yeah. Um, Did you say you had a question before we went to break? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's read it. Okay. What's... Who's it from? Keekly. Keekly. Luke Keekly. Luke Keekly writes, So, I've been with my girlfriend for three years straight. Of course, in that time, we had our ups and downs. She always had the fear that I would leave her for another girl. She always felt so uncomfortable with herself. I accepted all of her, and I love her to death. Always make her smile and happy. (laughs) 
Of course, I had party situations where she found out and got mad at me, but she knows that I would never do anything, but she knows that I would never do anything to hurt her. Now, after three years of a relationship, we decided to, she decided to leave me after I had to go to another part of the country for three months. I've been texting her with sometimes no response or a cold response. The last time she answered me, she only told me, I told you I was not comfortable a while ago. You're getting hung up, hung up on this relationship. That was two days ago, and I can't send her text because she's not interested. <laughs> what is going? Is this a poem? I don't know if this if English is his first language. <laughs> okay, so you can understand better the deal. I am better looking than her. She was the one who told me first that she liked me, and I agreed because I did like her personality. Now, after three years of a cool relationship, where I go out for just three months out of states, she does that. I also asked her if she was seeing somebody else, and she told me, you can think whatever you want. Don't look for a reason or reasonables. This is not working. I don't know if she's scared of me being in another part of the country, or I don't know. I would love to get her back. I'm not happy right now. What do you guys think? <laughs> sounds like this guy's getting dumped, if not already dumped. He is. but He's been dumped. I was, I was surprised by this question, because it sounds like he is getting out of a relationship and it's a very good thing he was not attracted to her initially he thinks he's better looking than her and the entire time she hasn't let him go to parties yeah and now he's leaving to another part of the country and she like her breaking up with him is the best thing that could ever happen every time a relationship ends it's it's good because it means one person doesn't like the other person yeah so you're either not into a different person and that's good for you or someone's not into you and you don't want to be into them and that's a good thing right. too that's why whenever anybody tells me they broke up i say congratulations yeah every time and it's like oh actually my fiance was murdered last night then you shouldn't have said broke up fucker <laughs> <laughs> sorry for your loss but you misspoke <laughs> i'm keeping the congrats i'm keeping the misalto by the way i just told you i was recently single i didn't say a breakup <laughs> i see <laughs> I'm sorry, I said. Let's start from square one, then. Uh, yeah, there's the hardest thing, even harder than being single and wanting to be with somebody, is being in a shitty relationship. Because you have to fight just to be single. Just to be in a no relationship, you have to go through a breakup. And breakups so, are the hard part. Yeah, but if someone breaks up with you... Congrats, dude. That's winning the lottery. Yeah, you didn't have to anguish. How do I do it? When do I do it? How will they react? Oh, no, I'm the bad guy. You got blindsided. And that's a good place to be. <laughs> yeah. You get to be mad at them. It's like dying peacefully in your sleep rather than like Shit. languishing with, uh, with a disease eating your body. Yeah. It's like Kevorkian actually allowing to kill you in a, in a merciless way. That's Merciful a, way. Which way means no pain? Merciful. Merciless means... <laughs> he gets to torture you to death. Yeah. <laughs> okay. and show me no mercy. <laughs> Have at I it. I want to go out like a Viking hero that I am. Tickle me to death, Kevorkian. <laughs> Do your best. Do your worst. Um, I want to be broken up with. Have you never been broken up with, right? You've I've been, been dumped? I've been like mini broken up with, like couple dates and then no, or like few weeks and then a, a ghosting of sorts where right. it's like i don't know what happened but i've never been like multi-year relationship sit me down i'm blindsided everything right. was going great and what yeah. the fuck is hey, happening right what now? you thought was gonna happen is yeah. i don't like you <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that's got to be a really weird. And place. I've never had like the months of like I can't eat, I can't drink, I can't think of anything but her. Yeah, I usually have that when I'm entering a relationship. I'm like <laughs> You're the, my sad. most neurotic and stressed when I'm like beginning something because I'm like, oh fuck, if I fall for this person, then they can hurt me, and then I'll yeah. be vulnerable. <laughs> now I'm scared. And I'm gonna let. Oh fuck, I'm gonna have to let this person in. I have to. All right, I'm so worried all the time. Yeah, and then and then we break down all the walls. Everything's great. Then I'm like, all right deuces yeah. <laughs> like wait a second <laughs> and i was like oh i already broke up with you in the beginning <laughs> don't you get it i got that out of the way we broke up i was we... heartbroken for six months when we were first dating don't i wrote you, remember? you every day for a year <laughs> when we were together don't you remember our third date we went to a diner and i was fucking sobbing uncontrollably <laughs> So this guy has to look on the bright side, be optimistic, glass half full, things are great, things are good for you, you don't have to worry about anybody else. This girl, for whatever reason, is not interested in you anymore, yeah, even though you're better looking than her. And now you don't have to be in a long distance relationship Yeah, in this other part of the country, which is great. You can swipe. It's time to download a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> I will no longer freely promote. <laughs> Except for Louis Crocheting 101, Guess Who, and Surge Energy Drink. Surge, dude. Surge, dude. Uh, one more question? Sure. I have a short one. Yeah, let's do a short one because we're already getting closer to the edge. All right. This one's from a gal. A lady. A lady named a lady. Cameron. Cameron. Newton. Kirk Cameron. Cameron Cam Newton, but Candace that, uh, Cameron. Oh, that's people that who will be in the Super Bowl, correct? Yeah. Cam Newton writes, "Hey, Mir and Jake, I feel like no one ever switches it up. I was wondering <laughs> when is the right time to ask slash have the conversation to get a key to my boyfriend's house. We've been together five months. Say I love you, and we always end up with each other, usually at his house at the end of the day. Because of that, I feel like it shouldn't be that big of a deal. It's not like I'm moving in. Also, are, are we ever going to talk about that time Amir was in Harold and Kumar?" Listening since day one, Cam Newton. So yeah, let's talk about the movie. Uh, God, I feel like we totally haven't addressed you the elephant in, in the room. You were in a feature film? Yeah. Wait, which one? The White Castle one? The Yeah, the third. Well, not the White Castle one. Cool, still. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. That's uh, funny you were in a movie. Anyway. I, I don't think you ask for the key. I think you just have to create situations that will most conveniently require you to have a key. Yeah. So leave something you can't just at be his like, place. Oh, can I have a key? Well, all right, two options. Uno. Can I have your key? Yeah. No, oh no. My option. Sorry, no. you were actually in the middle of talking, so I'll just let you finish. I was going to say like make it so like, "Oh, can I have your key? I need to pick up something that I left at your house. Oh, you're away from work. Oh, this is so annoying." You know it would be easier yada 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 right you don't turn it into like this milestone relationship conversation because that might scare him and i've got the perfect solution a skeleton key a skeleton in the closet a skeleton key that opens up every every lock every door every every safe in the city and All nobody sudden, has it except he gets for home me. and guess what what you slit your wrist in his bed why <laughs> <I'm> so, <laughs> i'm sorry for your breakup darkest thing i could think of <laughs> the uh, second fiance we've killed in three minutes this is how you do it it's friday night okay <laughs> and the you feeling feel all right. right yeah uh, where's the party? On the west side. Mm -hmm. Right. 
You make him a key. You turn him into a key? What the fuck are you no, talking dude, about? You don't have to You ask make for a him a key. You... Okay, so then what? You're dating a key? No, let's hear this through. Because so many times I would cut you off and call you an idiot. But I, I know I'm fascinated to hear your, your boyfriend is now a you fucking... You make a copy of your house key and you give it to him. <laughs> got it. Say I made got it. Got it. Got key. it. Got it. Don't you ever talk to me like that again. All right, all right, all right. I misheard you for a you second. Me. You misread me. Actually, I know Don't I Don't think about I misread him a key. But there's no, no way. If he were, there's let's just no fucking way. spitball. There's I don't no want bad ideas. If he was a fucking key. Fine, fine. You take him and what do you do? You, I guess you have a pizza You grind him down. To, a, to the, yeah. His whole body. His, yeah, into, his whole body will become a key. Okay. And then suddenly you're at a movie date and you're sharing a grape soda. And then you use him to get inside of a, huh? He's a key. <laughs> Technically, he's the key to... He would be... You would make him the key. Nice. Suddenly, you're dating the key. And then you don't have to ask for the key because, because he has he the, the key. key. You are the, the key. key to my heart. Yeah, you hold the key, key to, to my, my heart. heart. Only a key, key can get into my heart. heart. There's no room for, for human beings in my, in my heart. heart. Only, Only key. keys in my heart <laughs> may be in my yeah. heart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This has been If I Were You an Advice Podcast. <laughs> there is a gas leak, and we're starting to hallucinate, uh, for lack of a better word. Yeah, in an hour and a half, somebody will be able to listen to that weird key thing. <laughs> uh, if you or someone you know has a question for us, uh, we promise to answer it. Uh, we answer every single one of our 15,000 questions uh, slowly but surely over the course of an eon. Uh, but we'll get to it. I promise. I promise uh, too. Uh, or at the very least, we'll read it. Uh, or maybe not. But we'll we'll consider it for sure. <laughs> uh, that email address is if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening theme song, once again, was written by Jack Doyle. This closing one was written by Max Began. Began? Began. 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 We'll just call him Simon. It's going to be easier. Uh, thanks, Jack. Thanks, Max. Thanks to you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.